Welcome to Sefer Yona. This is probably one of the, I think, the most famous novi of the Treyasar. Uh, how so? Of course, we know the story of Yona from Yom Kippur, uh, Yona and the whale. We know exactly what happened, but we're going to learn it in a deeper way. Who was Yona? So firstly, uh, he was the son of the widow who Eliyahu stayed with, if you remember, during the famine um, in Eretz Yisrael. If you remember, the widow's son died, Eliyahu brought him back to life, um, and Yona was a student of Elisha. He was a contemporary of Micha and Ovadia. Um, why did he receive Nevoah? So we've got a Yerushalmi. The Talmud Yerushalmi in Sukkah says that Yona received prophecy because he was Olel Regel. Going to and also he had tremendous happiness there uh, at the Simcha's base of Shoeva. You see what Simcha can achieve. He lived for over 120 years and he was sent to the uh, city of Nineveh. That's the capital of Ashur. And he was supposed to repent. Now, here's the Medrash saying something beautiful. The Medrash says that the king of Nineveh was none other than Paro, formerly the king of Egypt during uh, Yitzhiyas Vitzrayim. He was alive and was the king of Nimbeh. Uh, how did he survive? Surely he drowned at the Yamsuf. No, says the Medrash. He said, Mi kamocha Hashem, um, which we say in Marev every night as he was drowning. And he was saved. He later became king of Nimbeh. In fact, say Chazal, not only did he become king of Nimbeh, but Hashem made Yonah's face look like Moshe Rabbeinu's so that Para would do tshuva after he met Yonah. It's an amazing thing. And the Radak asks, why is Yonah included in Tanakh? Hooray, there's no mention of Kalal Yisrael. You know, it shouldn't, isn't Tanakh a little bit about Kalal Yisrael? In fact, everything is about Kalal Yisrael. He says that no, he says the purpose of Sefer Yonah is to contrast our behavior, our stubbornness, we're not repenting, versus Nineveh, who are able to repent. Uh, and it's, you know, to, to criticize our stubbornness. It's an implicit criticism of Kalal Yisrael. In fact, that's why Yonah wanted to run away. Also talking about Hashem's chesed and miracles that he sustained Yonah in the fish. Um, and the Vilna Gaon, by the way, has a beautifully deep explanation um, of Sefer Yonah. He says it's the journey of the soul, reincarnation, the Gilgulim. Um, that's that's the deeper allegory or deeper meaning of Sefer Yonah. Um, of course, I'm unqualified to say any more <laughs> because this is all I understand. But let's go. Parak Aleph, the first chapter of Sefer Yonah. What happened here? So Hashem tells Yonah go to Nineveh and encourage them to repent. Yonah goes to the docks of Jaffa. He sails to Tarshish uh, to run away. <laughs> to run away from Hashem. He doesn't want this to be a criticism of Kalani Israel. Um, he doesn't want that, says the Radak and Rashi. If Nimbah repent, Kalani Israel will look bad for not repenting themselves. Hashem initiates a storm. The sailors offload the cargo while Yonah is asleep in one of the lower chambers. The, sa- the sailors wake him up. He dem- they demand that he davens to Hashem and he is selected in a lottery when they're finding out who the culprit is. There's a beautiful, beautiful line over here where they say, what is your, what, what do you do? What, what's your job? And he says, I'm Jewish. In other words, my prime identity isn't what I earn money as, isn't my day job, my occupation. My prime, prime identity is I'm a Jew. And that reflects in how I work and how I conduct my business ethics. That is who I am. That's my malach They cast the owner overboard. They daven and the storm stops. The sailors decide to, to offer a sacrifice to Hashem if they would arrive safely. And in fact, says Rashi, they promised to convert to Judaism. That is the first paragraph of Sefer